Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. Hello and good evening, and welcome to uh, another episode of two men who are in opposite <laughs> time zones, 12 hours away, discussing um, obscure Japanese body horror. Um, Man, I really thought you were going to go for the, we're two men who are just friends. Need two men done. who are just friends and will do anything for you. Do you need a couch moved? We are here. Well, um, one of us is here. <laughs> We, we got both. Yeah, well, the other covered. one is twelve hours behind, but he'll he'll, he'll get there eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Hi. Matthew, and uh, I'm... on the other on the other end is uh, Cameron here. Hi, Hi, Cameron. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It, it's it's heating up, uh, which I'm not a fan of. But the year's drawing to a close, which I am a fan of. But I have to write student reports, which is I'm not a fan of. But I've also been playing Alan Wake 2, which I'm a big fan of. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's got its ups, it's got its downs. But as the year yeah. draws to a close, it's 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 more good than bad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, and being on the opposite side of the world, um, it's completely mm -hmm. opposite for me. Um, things yep. are getting cold. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very, very, very dark out all the time. Man, um, I wish. Sun yeah, comes up uh, at 5 No, dude, it's... <laughs> I go to work in the dark, I come home in the dark. You you merely adopted it. I was born in it, <laughs> raised in it. I mean, um, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, and... Um, but, you know, it, it's all right. We're doing mm -hmm. good. Year's coming to an end again for all of us. So hopefully, uh, many happy returns on, uh, yeah, <laughs> on everything. And many more. Yeah. Um, tonight we're uh, talking about the film Vampire Clay, uh, 2017 uh, Japanese body horror film. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that body counts. horror, 100%. Body horror, um, art horror. <laughs> Yes, it's, um, it's about the horrors of being an artist in a in an area that does not support art economically. Boy, boy, oh boy, we're going to talk about that. Feel this um, one. Huh? <laughs> the director is uh, Suichi uh, Umezawa, who uh, is a like visual effects artist guy, um, mm. and he also plays. Uh, boy, I don't know if you can call him the killer, but. Uh, the father of the killer. The father of the killer. I mean, technically, it is like still him. I don't know. It it, it gets a little weird in the origin story here. Okay, hey, um, we're coming up to Christmas. Is this a Jesus allegory? It could be. Mm -hmm. But you know, you know, passes on and rises <laughs> again from from the from the hole in the earth in which he was placed. It does <laughs> love to birth itself out of things. Um, mm. So. You know, there's there's a lot of allegory there. You're right. Yeah, um, there's a lot of right layers. Yeah, a lot of layers. Yes, many like layers, an <laughs> like an onion, or like several art students stacked up on top of each other. Um, Not totem style. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Uh, so this was a a weird little one that I came across. Um, I was really scouring people's Halloween movie lists on mm. uh, on Blue Sky recently. And I was just like kind of checking like a lot of the stuff I had heard of and and anything that I hadn't heard of, 
I checked out and anything that I hadn't heard of and checked out that was like not popular or barely had a Wikipedia or no Wikipedia or whatever. I was like, okay, I'm really going to dig into that because that's Mm. that's obscure shit. I'd never heard of this before. Um, And I was I was pleasantly surprised for something Mm. of this. Like this is basically like a a one set horror film. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Kind of they, the they shot part. on they shot on like one other location for about twenty minutes to get mm-hmm. a single scene of footage. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's contained. I think is the best yeah. way to put it. You know, it, it's definitely small budget, but it understands that it's small budget. Doesn't splurge out on a bunch of sets and instead invests in the bits that are actually really important, which is the effects. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, both digital and practical. Uh, the mm. practical, of course, always being the winner. But oh, uh, the digital ones yeah. weren't weren't too bad. They weren't that mm. glaring. Um, yeah, they were yeah, until... pretty, pretty decent until right yeah. until the end. Right until the, the end. And then at the end, end um, well, we'll get, to, we'll get to the, the human instrumentality of the end of this movie. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till we get there. Um, so uh, we begin uh, at a um, art studio. Um, mm. It says the Ina Academy. Uh, yes. There is the faint rumblings of an earthquake. A woman goes inside uh, to see um, cracks in the walls, cracks in the foundation. Her art studio has been like compromised it's not yeah it's no longer it's no longer a safe place to be um it's a bit confused in the beginning here uh as to what's going on you kind of figure it out as you go yeah um yeah. and it, it cuts to her nailing up a very roughly hand-painted sign that says ina <laughs> academy onto yeah. like this horrible little shack out in the woods um it has like those nice paper walls, but um, half of them are like punched out. Um, yeah, it's it's a very you know rural Japan. Um, so mm. it's like oh, that's yeah. yeah, you know, huge vibe there. Um, she's just like pulling weeds and digging things up. Uh, she is digging in this huge like pile of dirt that is outside this place. Um, and another earthquake happens, and reveals a small tin box. Mm-hmm. Um, that she opens up and finds a bunch of artist tools inside and a bag of dry clay. Yeah. And uh, waste not. Isn't... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, waste not. Uh, she just doesn't think too much of it, thinks it's weird, brings it in. There has been no talking. There has been nothing mm. um, up until uh, a point just, just a little after yeah. this. Um, I honestly thought they might have been going for a silent film, which would have been awesome. Which would have been really <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Given you know w- what goes on here, I, th- I think a silent film could have worked, but uh, yeah, uh, it is quiet for a very long time, and then uh, we are introduced to a bunch of students um, that are sitting at a table. They've got like smocks on. They're doing various arts in the beginning. I think mm. um, some yeah. are drawing, some are uh, you know sculpting, whatever. Um, yeah. and they refer to Ina as uh, sensei. Um, mm-hmm. She's their teacher. Um, this is obviously an art school. Yes. And then uh, in walks the first character to say anything, um, Kaori. 
she is a uh, young girl who uh, comes into this new place. Um, obviously, it, it's like introduced that, you know, oh, this isn't where we used to be. This is kind of a newer spot. Mm. Um, and uh, she has just come from Tokyo. She spent time at an art school or she was on break and visited an art school. I think she spent yeah. time at the art school there. Yeah, yeah. Um, she did like a, an extra course. Yeah. We get everything through like offhand conversation in this film. There mm -hmm. isn't a lot of direct narrative until we get to like the origin of the supernatural. Yeah. Uh, Cause that is a direct narration. Everything else is just kind of people saying things in passing and it made it kind of hard to know what everyone's name was. Like you could recognize who they were on mm -hmm. screen, but you really didn't know who they were talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kyrie comes in. Uh, all the other students are either like, happy that she'd spent this time in Tokyo dismissive of it or like mad about it. Yeah. Uh, and, and that kind of levels out who, who is sitting where um, she like has these things from a shrine that she brings everyone, these little charms mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And she, the, and she was talking souvenir. Yep. <laughs> and uh, which I thought was going to come into play later. It doesn't. Nope. Um, <laughs> and, uh, she, uh, is talking about how advanced all the students in Tokyo are, uh, mm. compared to what they're working on here. Um, oh, we should probably note that the film opens with how many people enroll in Japanese art schools yeah. every year and how many actually get accepted. Yeah. It's, uh, the, it's tight. <laughs> it's tight. Yeah. The enrollment is in the thousands people trying to get in and acceptance is in the tens. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, it's, it's competitive environment, which is rough. And it's also just very true. Work mm -hmm. in the arts is uh, difficult to get into. Unlike American college, where they'll take your $10,000. They don't give a shit. They'll mm. give you a degree yeah. and be Japan like, have standards. fun. Have fun getting a job <laughs> with an art degree, kid. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so... Uh, we like learn through context here that they are studying under uh, Miss Ina here to hopefully someday get accepted into an art school and then make something of themselves. Everybody's goal mm -hmm. here is to get to Tokyo and get to an art school. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure if we are even, uh, even told like what prefecture or what city this little rural uh, town I is in. I don't believe we are. No. It, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we just Not know yet, that it's exactly. kind of in the sticks. Mm -hmm. This is their only choice if they want to study art is with this woman. Yep. Um, and these are, I think they're post-high school. They're like yeah. kind of post-high school pre-college. Like... Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because a couple this, of people this... here have been here for years trying mm. to get into school. Um, But it's, you know, it, it's kind of tense because yeah. they, they, they are definitely all in competition with each other and everything they do, they they make sculptures and drawings and whatever is ranked by their yeah. teacher, um, which yikes, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, com competitive culture, not great. To yeah. Work under. yeah. Right. Uh, Cameron and I are both uh, artists of different yep. sorts. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, I, I don't know, I, I haven't been in a lot of, uh, like, juried or ranked shows. Yeah. Uh, but music is different. You guys, like, chair oh, yeah. and, 
around here we do things like um uh like actual like band competitions and, and mm. things like that um, yeah have you ever been I've a done, part of that i've done a lot of Steadfords and a lot of uh festivals and things yeah some some less competitive than others but also some much more competitive than others I can't it, it imagine. doesn't it doesn't foster you know yeah creative creative mindsets it just says okay study in on this thing until you can literally do nothing else mm-hmm. it's not great <laughs> yeah i can't imagine uh landing anywhere other than first place feels good ever yeah i mean second or third you can sort of go well at least we nearly got there but yeah you, yeah everyone's gunning for first which means 90 mm-hmm. percent of people are going to be disappointed <laughs> <sighs> which uh, right. is not what keeps people learning the arts tell you that yeah. much yeah exactly that's i mean that's not what you should be doing it for, but that's a different discussion. Anyway, yeah. um, if you're trying to make a name for yourself in a career, yeah, sure. Um, but uh, that this is a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, in the film, um, Kauri seems to be the leader of this pack. Um, probably why she got to spend some time in Tokyo. Um, her direct mm. rival is Reiko. Yep. Um who just seems to be you know steely-eyed and cold and whatever she's being painted as the as the bad girl um Mm. kind of uh there is the um a couple other students here there's the the one boy yeah uh who is what is his name is he takahashi i think he's takahashi yeah yeah um there is uh like kaori's friend uh mm-hmm. who is I something yeah <laughs> I, i'm very sorry that, that i did not catch these names they say them like once and then that's yeah. all you get because they, um, they know each other why would they use their names all the time yeah, yeah exactly realistic um, in that way at least yep um there is uh a girl that has just started mm-hmm. uh this journey um yep and is yep. just kind of new to it all um mm-hmm. And I think that's the entire class. Maybe there's one more. I think there's one more. Yeah, it's a class of five, right? Yeah. Then there's one. Oh, no, yeah. that, w- that would be five. Six with the sensei. Uh, Six with sensei, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> the first one to go, I can't remember her. But um, we're not there yet. No, um, we'll get there. There is uh, uh, the new girl is mm. using Cowrie's clay. Yes. Which, um, if you've ever done clay work, uh, you know that people like to keep their stuff at specific moisture levels or something mm. like that. So yeah. it's like how they like to work it or, yeah. you, you know. Um, so uh, giving away someone's clay is kind of a, a jerk move, but Kauri has been Absolutely. gone and there's a new student who didn't have any. So mm-hmm. Reiko just gave it away and he's like, deal yeah. with it. No, no um, other motivation there. Sure. Yeah, none, none at all. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, so uh, Carrie is like kind of like poking around at the clay buckets and looking for stuff and finds that bag of dried, uh, dried out clay mm. and decides to use that instead. Um, yep. Starts spraying it with water. And this is where we get our title <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good. Um, she's just oh, kneading yeah. this clay and adding water to it and um, working with it. Uh, I'm not sure what the first project. The first project is like 
Oh, they do a, a shape a with a shell on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on, on, it's a shell on a raised platform is the idea. Yeah. And I, I really like this because it shows a bunch of different ways of interpreting that. They all do the same style of shell because they've been asked mm -hmm. for like a specific species or whatever. But um, one of them is like a very low platform, but with like a swirl of, of empty space leading up to the shell. The other one's like a couple of triangles stuck together into an almost hourglass platform with the shell teetering mm -hmm. on the edge and stuff. Uh, it shows off a lot of different styles and a lot of different skill levels, which is really cool. Right. They're not all incredible. They're all different artists with their own concept on the idea that they've been told to told to create. Yeah. However, um, they just get torn to pieces by their teacher, who yep. is... Um, uh, I've been using the word harried a lot lately. Um, mm. This woman is harried. Uh, oh, yeah. Her like she her her haircut is a, a bit too uh, <laughs> indicative of a woman wind. who's like in crisis. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's the American equivalent of cutting your own bangs is what is what this woman has done to her hair. Yeah, um, I gotta go see a hairdresser incidentally. Thanks for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Friends um, don't let friends cut their own bangs. Um, huh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she uh, is obviously very stressed out, and yeah, it's you know she's lost the studio. She's had to move into this like shitty little shack that she's not happy with. Mm -hmm. Um, and she is obviously like living vicariously through these kids. Yes, she's telling them that their work is derivative of things that they've made previously, and they need to adapt and be different, or they'll never make it in Tokyo. And um, yeah, yeah, grades them. I think Reiko was top, even though she copied a design she did previously, and mm. Kaori is second. And everyone else is just like she's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you landed. <laughs> yeah, this is not good enough category. <laughs> yeah, which man, woof. Yeah. Um <laughs> one of the unintentionally funny things here or maybe it is on purpose is um the new student um her stuff always looks <laughs> really really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of love it. Her shell was all melty, her shape was really bad. Um it was really good. Yeah. Um but uh partway through this um I think this is where Reiko was sharpening a pencil to do a sketch of something mm. with just like a straight razor yeah, um, or like a safety <laughs> razor, a safety razor yeah. Yeah. and snaps off a section of it and throws it out or drops it mm. or mm. for some reason it gets away from her. Yeah. Um, and um, they all go home. They're all kind of upset with themselves and overnight mm. a little tendril comes out of this clay bag. Yeah, grabs that razor. Oh yeah, it's got a, it's got a fucking weapon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got a knife now. Look out! Yeah, like the, this movie. Once you get past that slightly slow, very quiet opening, just just does start getting into it real quick. Yeah, I I was thinking about it later. I was like, wouldn't it be so such a different film if like, because what happens ultimately mm. is she starts, uh, Kauri starts sculpting again and yeah. cuts her thumb on this razor that's embedded in the clay. And she looks at Reiko. She's like, I'm blaming you for this. You know, I saw you throw away a bit of safety razor yesterday. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're the only one vindictive enough to do this, but 
the clay eats the blood like yeah. right away. Um, no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, if if they hadn't shown that little tendril coming out, it could have left like you know that like mm, little bit of ambiguity. doubt. Yeah, yeah. But this movie it doesn't dally in ambiguity. No, um, we're not we're not here to be uh, here to be yeah. coy about what's going on. The title of the thing is exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what's coming. It's vampire clay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that night, um, uh, Reiko is closing up again, and uh, someone has fed the, the. For some reason, this this school has like a pet hamster or mouse or something. Yeah. Yep. Um. And, um, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, they think they hear something and they come and turn the lights back on. There's nothing happening. And then they leave and there's a, just a crunch and some blood. And the next morning, everyone's saying, you know, the mouse is gone. So everyone yes. thinks that the mouse is just gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. well, there's no blood left because it's vampire clay cleaned up yeah. after itself. Mm-hmm. Totally. And this, like... I don't know. We're going to talk about this mouse in a second. Um, uh, the next day, uh, they're sculpting. They make... Um, oh, no. This was after they've made busts of themselves. They did self-portraits yeah. in clay. And mm. Reiko's is the one that gets the award. Um, and nobody else gets a grade. Yeah. Is it Reiko's? No, it's Kauri's. Kauri's gets, gets the award with the vampire yeah. clay. She gets the award. And no one else gets a grade. And... Um, this is when we get a little bit of a flashback from our teacher's point of view that uh, she was a teacher in Tokyo, it seems, at a nice art school. Mm. And I'm not sure if it was her husband or her senior or whoever was having yes. some sort of affair that pushed her out of that scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she got ousted. She got uh, ousted. Left for a younger woman, um, yes. and uh, and that's why she is teaching classes in the middle of goddamn nowhere and stuff because she at one point was probably some big artist and was making a big deal and it got accepted to this you know fancy art school and all that and it's all gone now and that's probably mm. why she is just so harsh on all these young women trying to yeah. do the same thing that she did. Yeah, it's not worth it. From no. her point of view, you're just yeah. going to get your heart broken and it's all going to suck, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, pro- projecting her own issues onto their uh, potential futures. Yeah. Which you shouldn't do as a teacher, he says. <laughs> the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you should let your students grow as themselves and try not to think about what they could have, what could happen if they made the same mistakes you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like all the propaganda I've heard of teachers indoctrinating my kids with woke. <laughs> oh no! Look, <laughs> I, I, I explicitly don't indoctrinate children with anything. But if they ask me, I'm going to tell them my opinion. <laughs> oh, all right, that's and, fair. Uh, and it it is explicitly part of my job that I'm like it's part of the job is not just teach an instrument; it's they're getting one on one time with an adult. So it's like if they talk to you talk to them about things as well don't let it yeah. interrupt the actual lesson or whatever but like they learn from you in more ways than one um <laughs> oh yeah i mean yeah i, I have a different teaching scenario I, master and apprentice stuff mm, as, yeah. as you know what a, a tradesman and uh 
the amount uh i won't i won't give out their name but uh <laughs> someone that i i had to very gently for a while convince mm. to get vaccines oh man uh yeah at least you, uh, at least but, you managed it huh yes i did <laughs> um because um unlike unlike a teacher of young children uh, i as mm. a role model get to yell and be physically intimidating yeah um <laughs> yeah swinging a bar of iron around <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, i'll make you sick you want to get sick um (laughs) but uh yeah um being a role model is a is a very important part of being a teacher and um yeah miss Ina, not quite not quite doing it yet um she's she'll get there one day will she uh because i'm not she makes a character (laughs) choice at the end of this that i'm like uh all right but we'll we'll get there we'll get there there. um (laughs) Because uh, because Cowrie wins this, uh, everyone's really upset. Reiko's like, I gotta, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, my work is too derivative of my old stuff. I need to study new things. She's yeah. always staying late. She's the, uh, she's she's the like teachers, not teachers' pet, but like classic overachiever. Yeah, classic overachiever. That 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 trope. Um, yeah, and um, so she stays late. She's working on her stuff. Um, she is like you know i hate what i'm making and like messes it all up and goes yeah. to restart it and then she goes to take a look at calories to try to get inspiration from it because she's supposed to be looking at stuff that's new and different mm. and takes the plastic off and is staring at it for a second and then the ear falls off mm. and uh she is like oh crap you know she's gonna think i destroyed her work and yeah. goes to put it back on mm. and um is this is this when the mouse comes out? I think it is, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So f- first of all, I like that she does try to fix this. Like she is a cold and like distant, impolite person. She's not like outright here to directly sabotage the other students. She's just yeah. very mad when they do anywhere near as well as her. So she she tries to fix it. Uh, at which point, uh, she touches the ear, and then the whole dang thing just latches onto her hand. Yeah, oh, that's what happens. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, she, she gets, she gets uh, gummied on as if by an enormous <laughs> infant. Um. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's kind of funny. Like it just like gets mm. her fingers, and she's mm. just like screaming and throwing it around and hitting it on the walls and just making a huge mess. Yeah, um, yeah, but it, it doesn't feel harmful because like there's there's no crunching. She doesn't mm-hmm. appear to be actually losing blood or anything either. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's just really freaked out, which I would be as well, to be fair. To yeah, her. totally. Um, yeah, it's super, super funny until it's not. <laughs> until it's not. So, yeah, it starts, it, it keeps going up her arm and mm. keeps biting her and keeps, uh, like, getting her. Um, she, uh, like, flows all over the room. Um, she gets the clay off herself with fire. She uses yeah, a she has a like burner, a, a hot plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to to get it off, and it it falls. The head falls on the ground, and she like smashes it with uh between like the between fridge and the table. The fridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it gets crushed, and like all the water comes out of it. Um, mm. but she goes to call someone on her phone, and this is like <laughs> this is where the cover of the film comes from. Yeah, um, her fingers are just gelatinous. They just yeah, they're, they're made of clay. 
Yeah, they're made of clay. <laughs> they can't push. They can't fold. They can't do anything. So she's just got like it's this rubber worst. clay yeah, hand. Because yeah, she goes to like poke at a touch screen, and the finger just glances off it and like bends fully backwards. And I'm like, oh god. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I thought initially that it like it had crunched her without the sound effects, like she had a fully broken hand. Yeah, which was bad. And then the hand just starts turning gray and goopy and melding together into like a pseudopod. <laughs> And it gets mm-hmm. worse somehow. Somehow that's worse than broken fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 real horrific because it's it's like that feeling in a dream when you mm. like go to punch someone and your arm doesn't move. Yeah, or something like that. Like it's just like it's right in front of you. You should be able to do it. Nothing feels wrong. Yeah, but can't can't even push the button on the phone. Nope. Yeah, uh, and then she touches it with her other hand, and they like meld together mm-hmm. um and she's like smashing her now melded together clay hands against the table to try to break them apart mm. um it's uh yeah it, it it's a good little it's a good little bit of opening horror here oh, um yeah. how does she get got um so i believe i believe she smashes her hands off right <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, she's smashing um, her hands clean off. That's right. Yeah, freaks out, gets flipped over, at which point the uh the the sculpted head meanders over, is like getting on top of her, like is going from the feet up, I think. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh then as she continues to struggle and begins to scream for help even louder, the head spawns the mouse. Yes. Okay, so this is where it gets weird. <laughs> yeah. It's either the clay takes the form like mimics things Mm. or it just inhabits the things and turns them into clay there's conservation of matter is is not expressed in this film no Um, (laughs) it's it's breaking it's breaking some newtonian laws here but uh yeah uh this is when the mouse comes out and like climbs up her leg and then like Mm -hmm. uh, under her shirt yeah um and into her mouth, yeah. Um, which I was like, she's gonna get brown jankened. This woman's about to get brown jankened. Nope, nope. it's just a, just a gag order. Um, yep, on, um, on this horror victim. But she spits that out, and uh, is still screaming. And I think then we just get a looming shot of the face coming over her. Right? Um, I, I think it. Yeah, I think it goes like from above, fully opens up into this massive thing, and then just head down over the shoulders right like oh yeah she gets her. by her own arm her own arm turns into a mouth and and yeah. eats herself that's right yeah um yeah there's a lot of like Woof. weird <laughs> non it doesn't like the spaces kind of don't make sense and stuff but like the mm. the practical effects are so good oh um, they're incredible it, it is like a her in like a full body suit of her arm eating her mm. you know uh and yeah, just Ouroboros's herself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, in the morning, uh, the students are coming back in for class and find the entire place trashed, particularly Carrie's bust is like all lumped up and slightly burnt with holes mm-hmm. in it and stuff. Yeah. She, she was also like stabbing it with the clay sculpting tools and things. Yeah, you know, go going wild with all the art supplies. Um. 
And, uh, yeah, no one's heard from Rico this morning. Uh, they can't get a hold of her mother either, which, uh, because, because the film does not leave this set, we don't get the, the scene of like investigating Reiko's house and just yeah. following the clay trail or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, time to clean up and then get on with, uh, with life as normal. Yep. Uh, Carrie's got to redo her whole, her whole dang bust. Uh, but. You know, if anyone can do it, she can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is where we start to see a little bit more interaction between the characters. Um, Mm. One of the girls is trying to flirt with uh, the boy here. Yep. Um, Yep. And uh, he's just like, what? What is it? She asked if he wants to go to lunch with her. Yeah, she she made him a bento box. Yeah. (laughs) And And, well, no. one of the other ones asks first and he goes no i have lunch and then he goes to another girl and he says i didn't bring lunch today did you make me anything and then (laughs) yeah yeah. that's right they already have a thing going on they already have a thing going on so he like has to but he doesn't want anyone else to know Mm. so uh he like waits for them to be out of the room yeah Um, yeah yeah for lunch uh but that is um after oh, we forgot a scene uh Ooh. where the new girl uh goes outside to <laughs> smoke like a virginia slim 19000 <laughs> it is the longest fucking cigarette yeah. it is so yeah. good um <laughs> it's it's so funny um i want like an animated gif of like her pulling out the cigarette like uh the older brother on Gurren Lagann unsheathing the sword mm. that just keeps going. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. need that. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's the style in Japan uh, to have just giant unfiltered cigarettes, I mean... but <laughs> <sighs> it makes you want one. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, we also forgot the most horrific thing in this film. Sure. Which is uh, as, as Cowrie re-wets the clay to re-sculpt her bust, we get an internal stop-motion style shot of uh, of Reiko's face in there, like deep in the clay. That's right. Uh, and she gets literally torn to pieces and yes. distributed throughout the body of the clay. Yeah. So we are Oof. shown that the consciousness of the person that was absorbed slash transmogrified into clay is still mm. there. There's like yeah. still a part of them there. She's like screaming, like, "Can you? Why can no one hear me? Why can no one see me?" Mm. And um, like her face is the face of the bust, and so as like cheeks and forehead are being taken apart to be remade into something else, it's ripping the flesh apart. Yeah. Um, yes, that was like that was a fantastic little bit of horror but that doesn't really come back. So that's why I no. I completely forgot about yeah. it. But yeah, yeah that just, is it's just like terrifying. Act- it's background additional terror to this thing because it's like oh, it doesn't kill you. You're yeah. there the entire time. Yep, just yep. stuck it... in the clay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, like conservation of mass. We don't know what is Reiko and what is what this thing was, but yeah, um, we know it reacts to water and moisture, and it needs mm-hmm. to eat blood. Um, every time they yep. put water on it, it kind of pulses a little bit. Mm. Um, Ugh. yeah, this thing is real gross. It is it. gross. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, outside, um, new girl sees Reiko and is like, "Hey, you know, what are you doing?" 
Um, mm. And Reiko's got that safety blade in her hand. Yeah. And, and a uh, thousand yards there. Yeah. And a thousand yards there. And like the makeup on the students after they get got by this, they gray out parts oh, of them. It's so good. It's really, really good. Uh, like the, the, the tips of their lips and their eyelids and their fingertips and just kind of mm. like, uh, it's like they've been dry brushed with gray everywhere yeah. just to kind of yeah. like make it look like, yeah, there is a clay sculpture that's been painted to look like a person. Exactly. And it's really subtle as well. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. don't notice immediately They they look off and obviously you know something's off because you just saw Reiko get like smashed to a million pieces. Yeah. Um, but like you don't immediately clock that that's exactly what's wrong and then as the scene progresses you see you see them a little more clearly like oh wow yeah she's really like off color literally mm-hmm. yeah um desaturated Reiko. yeah and she just slashes new girl with this safety razor mm. um and jumps on top of her yep. um and the new girl is screaming and you know doesn't know what the hell's going on just got her face cut um mm. And Reiko's like licking her face where the blood is. Yep. And she goes to like push her, like put her hands on her face to take, like, you know, get, get off of me kind of kind of move. Yeah. And rips part of Reiko's face off. With and like inside some of her hair. As yes. Well. Oh, yeah. A chunk of her hair. That's right. Yeah. It's so good. It's really good, but really yeah. bad. <laughs> and uh, inside of Reiko is this other sculpture. Um, mm. this is just this little dude um hanging out in there yeah um, this is the hey this is the most scp looking muppet ass it, it sure is guy. it's what what <laughs> what is the what is the concrete scp uh peanut Isn't i don't know what peanut? number he is but people Yay. people call him peanut yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah it's a 173 there we go yeah 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 <laughs> uh Oh man, look at him! Yeah, he got it's, little it's, arms and it's that similar style because it's just a big head with like little pinprick eyes and just a big yeah. slash with a with a wooden ruler, ma, a mouth and a, a little like nose cavity, but not a nose. Yeah, it's it's almost cute in that creepy style. If it didn't have the serpent nose, yeah, oh, I think this would have been cute. Yeah, instantly cuter. But anything that's got slits for nose is snake coated, and the Bible tells me that that's evil. Um, so it's really sad because I love snakes, and their actual noses are super cute. But you're right; yeah, that is absolutely I... a serpent coated face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really is. This clay's got the devil in them. Uh... <laughs> There's a very different version of this film that's set in like the deep south. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Southern down here. <laughs> You'll never make it all the way to Harlem like this. <laughs> <laughs> um Right. So uh yeah, uh the mm, struggle on mm. the ground is real. Um yes. uh this girl starts getting absorbed. Um the chunk of hair that she pulled starts writhing around and goes around yep. her hand mm-hmm. uh and starts to become clay, which is really good. Um Yeah. And I don't think we see her get completely eaten. No. No, we just it's, see it's, when she it's returns. It's long enough that we know what happens now. Yeah. 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 So we see when she returns, uh, Kauri and her her last living friend um, decide to uh, go get lunch together. Neither of them have lunch. Miss Ina's gone. 
Mm. Um, uh, this girl comes back. Uh, the new girl comes back to sit with um, Only Boy, yes. and um, and she like tries to eat the lunch that she packed and like spits it out. So yeah. there's like a weird moment of the monster trying to see if it can still be human mm. and just can't. Yeah. Yeah. There's that moment where it's like, maybe because she hasn't been like literally pulled apart style, like she might have a little modicum of control. Cause like with the reveal of like Reiko's consciousness in the bus, the creepiest mm-hmm. part is that she doesn't understand that she has been turned into the bust. She's like yeah. seeing everything from her normal perspective, but she can't move and everyone's acting like she's not there. And it's sort yeah. of like this, this girl's been absorbed into the full body version. So she might not even fully realize in this instance that, you know, that's what's happened mm-hmm. at least for, at least for a moment. And then has that realization and the, the actual creature takes back over or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's really it, it's it's weird because this thing is not absorbing is the wrong word. It's like transmogrifying, but mm. but layers. Uh, we we yeah. see that in a little bit here. Um, when uh when uh new girl uh just like is just hanging out while uh the, the while the boy eats the lunch that was packed that is pre chewed and spit out. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "What are you trying to poison me? What What is this? It tastes terrible." <laughs> um, and she now, uh, no, she lost the knife. Um, she got hit with the door when she was yeah. going after uh, one of the other students. Mm. But she, what does she attack him with? It's the um, um, something sharp. There's just so many sharp objects oh, in yeah, this it, place. It's studio. an art studio. Yeah, they've got cutlery, and then they've got like protractors. Oh, it's a kitchen knife. All this other stuff. Yeah, oh, she just right. grabs yeah. a kitchen knife. Yeah, yeah. They're like in this little like makeshift kitchen. She grabs a kitchen knife. Uh, she slashes him. He falls on the ground. Um, and he's like, you know, asking mm. why, screaming in in pain. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if we see a fight with them at all. Actually, yeah. Um, I can't remember this bit. I'm I'm very sorry, dear listeners. Um, it's been <laughs> a couple days since I've seen this one. Days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there isn't a great synopsis online, so we're 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 doing our best to walk our walk our way through this. <laughs> uh, the kills come fast. Um, this is only an eighty yes. minute movie. So yeah, once it gets going, it keeps going. <laughs> once it gets going, it keeps going. Uh, but then the next, like, you know, obviously this boy gets got. Um, yeah. the girls yeah. come back from lunch. Uh, they realize something's wrong. Everyone's missing. Um, and here comes this guy with a knife in his hand, slowly walking mm. towards them, and yeah. uh, they start freaking out. Um, as they, they slam, yeah, yeah, as they should. Uh, they slam the door on him. Uh, he tries to reach his hands through, and as they shut the door, his hand gets chopped off with the knife mm. in it onto the ground. Um, they know something's wrong. They're freaking yeah. out. Yeah. Um, at this point, we see. Uh, a cutaway to a fella outside stopping by the mound where the art teacher found the clay. Yeah. Um, and looking panicked. Mm, um, very much so. Yeah. He was showing up with, I think, like just some wine or something. I'm not really sure what. Mm. Some sort of lunch offering. And uh, and starts freaking out. And um, 
and we cut away from him to the girls uh, holding the door. Um, this ensues like there's this big, very just confusing fight scene. Uh, <laughs> fight scene kind of with yeah. a uh, a a uh, a straight edge used as a weapon. Yep. Uh, that he has absorbed into his arm and is like. <laughs> slashing yeah. around like he's got a cool sword Getting arm. that extra reach <laughs> yep um and he goes to like stab one of the girls and she is holding it so much that it gets pushed up through his clay arm all the way up into his face so yep. it's just sticking out of his face so he starts pecking at her like a bird mm-hmm. um uh it's yeah wild. it's wild it's really wild um there's just the girls just continue to scream the entire time yeah, don't blame them. Uh, yeah, uh, Ina shows up and is like also like freaking out. Um, someone throws uh, the bento box at his head, mm-hmm. and it just like <laughs> dents in his entire face completely, and just falls to the ground and spills lunch everywhere. So he has this like bento just <laughs> dent in the side of his head, and this is all practical. Yes. Um, this isn't this isn't digital at all, and it's 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 a treat because they really like bask in the moments. Every time a character gets a new prosthetic to show their mm. weird polymorphic flesh, uh, is yeah. what, yeah. Uh, they, they really are, are showing it off. Um, yeah, yeah. it's pretty it's cool. Great. It's yeah. so good. Uh, um, it, it's really clear. The director is primarily a special effects makeup artist. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, uh, <laughs> Um, how like the John Wick movies are just like brilliant action movies because the director is just he was a stuntman turned director, mm, that yeah. kind of thing, you know. Um, so the right kind of expertise for the job. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this fight goes on for a while uh, until this dude that we saw outside breaks in with a like a butane torch, mm. um, yeah. and torches this guy. Um, and screams and dries him out uh, and then goes into a very, very long uh, uh, like soliloquy about what is yeah. going on here. Um, yeah, this is how we got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all my so, fault, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, you may be wondering why I'm here. Um, uh, it's back in the past. It's the same studio, but it's done up a little bit better. Um it's it's before this art studio was all destroyed and 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 put mm. down and and you know forgot about. Um, where we hear about uh the story of an artist named uh, Mitazuka. Mm. Um, he is a struggling artist and he works at a chemical plant, uh, yep. which started to make him sick. Um, he has like a skin condition, um, that is just getting worse and worse and worse. He, he's just like hemorrhaging blood everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, but his dream was to someday make it to Tokyo to a real art museum or institution. Um, he made these, these weird little dudes. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those artists. Yeah. He's a weird uh, little guy maker. They have a thing and they know what they want to do. They only do that thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these these guys, they you know that that weird head that Yoko Taro wears. Yes. Yeah, it's those vibes. Like the like mm. please, the eyes are wrong. The mouth is bad. Like I I don't need a Majora's Mask ass moon looking at me all day. Um, 
Like, <laughs> but well, he, yeah, apparently you do. According yeah, I, to the story, I, I guess because um, he he's just making popular. so many of them. He, yeah, <laughs> he wants them to be everywhere. Um, uh, but he yeah, I, he, names he them a... all. They all yeah. have interesting names. Um, and uh, his he has a friend that shows up who says, mm. "Hey, who who went to art school? They went to they studied art together. They both had the yes. dream of going to Tokyo." But this other friend had given up and got into what? It was like the restaurant, restaurant management. Yeah, yeah, the restaurant business. Um, and said, <laughs> hey, I can sell these to restaurants. Restaurants would love these weird, unappetizing, <laughs> gross little goblins. According um, to the story, they do. Yeah, according to the story, <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, and uh, he says, I can sell these for you and, um, you know, give you the money you need to, like, you know, Get to Tokyo, yeah. Get to Tokyo. Get out of this job. Fulfill fulfill your dreams. Also, you need to see a dermatologist because that's bad. Your your skin's falling off. Um, (laughs) And uh, brutal honesty of friendship. (laughs) Yep. Um, but uh, Mitazuka is like, no, I'm just going to spend it on wine. Um, and I'm I'm going to drink some wine and and make more sculptures. I don't care. Uh, he was (laughs) he he was an obsessive. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, his friend comes back and uh, they it is revealed that his friend has sold all of the sculptures um, and used the money to pay off gambling debts. Mm. Uh, he never intended to help him pay his way, uh, ruined his life. Um, yeah. At the same time, Mitazuka was working on his final creation called Kakame because he basically knew he was dying. So he's like, this is going to be my my piece de resistance it was going yeah. to you know his masterwork creation yep yeah. that he is bleeding into the clay like his mm. face is bleeding his hands are bleeding everything clay is just full of blood he is painting the sculpture with his blood yeah um it's pretty nasty um to do this and um and yeah names of kakame um it's it's that gross little monster that we've seen earlier yeah. And um, when his friend shows up and is like, nah, I didn't, you know, I kept all the money, um, you know, uh, they get in this big mm. fight. Um, they're just, you know, throwing accusations back and forth. Uh, one pushes one, the other gets pushed. And all of a sudden, Mitazuka gets pushed over, uh, hits something and falls down dead. Yeah. Um, so our, uh, what, what is this fellow's name? Is this, uh, is this Nishioka? Oh, it's Murata. 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 Murata is the, is the, is the salesman, the restaurant guy who had Mm. gambling debts and whatever. He's also played by the director. Um, real charismatic character who, I don't know, has a really weird arc. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, cuts back to, um, uh, him saying that you need to completely desiccate the clay, you need to totally dry it out, and we need to bury it. Any moisture at all will will bring this thing back. Um, you know that's that's my story. Um, I come here every year to pray at the spot where I buried him. Um, because he uh, the studio catches on fire, right? That's what happens. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and there's nothing but ashes left. So he he comes back to uh, 
you know, pray where he, he, he buried the ashes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then someone dug it up and said, Hey, what a great bag of clay. Yeah. What a great and bag of clay. Here. And now we're here. <laughs> um, so, uh, in the process of putting all this stuff away, um, Kauri goes into the back room, um, and is they're just like cleaning up and taking, you know, they're they're trying to decide what they're going to tell the police. Um, this is mm. kind of like a quiet moment in the film, which at this point yeah. I was like, okay, we know how the thing was formed. It's technically dead. Like, is mm. this the end of the movie? But I looked at the, yeah. the time code. I'm like, wait a minute. We're only like 50 minutes in. What's going on here? Yeah, there's another half hour to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Kauri knocks over a, uh, I think it's a jug of like just green tea or something like that. Yeah. And it, a couple drips next to the refrigerator, which if you remember from earlier, um, mm-hmm. that original head was smashed back there. Catches just a little bit of water. And I think it just cuts away from her. And when we cut yeah. back to her, she has already been clayed up. Um, yeah, which is really crazy because the, the the entire film at this point has set Carrie up as like the main protagonist mm-hmm. yeah uh and then yeah she just gets she gets off screen clays orbed yeah and um, um yeah starts you know is is going to attack uh and her only her last and only friend um is you know like obviously extremely upset mm. um uh Murata is like hey we still we got to kill it we got to take care of it um and there's another like long fight with this thing um <laughs> trying to start a uh they have like a salamander heater which is like um mm. it's it's like a kerosene heater that has a blower yeah that you use to heat you know you know areas and stuff like that that there's there's a lot of tension around not being able to get the salamander started um uh there's a cool point where they crush it with a door and it starts coming through all the holes in the door Um, there could have been more with like the the polymorphic nature of this thing i think Mm. you know it could have more squeezing more yeah more squelching through stuff more making objects with itself um Mm. Oh, if it was a mimic, that would be so cool. If it was just like a vase, or they walk in a room, and there's oh, two man. busts or something. They Double coffee cups, movie, like in Prey. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God, don't remind me. If conservation of mass doesn't matter, then like, why not? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so they eventually, it all, you know, it goes off. Um, then uh, they dust her again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh are like putting the clay into bags and hammering it up after it's been dried mm. um to try to finally put it away yeah um and they're just it's very somber it's very sad because at this point like Kauri mm. like was the protagonist so you're like yeah. where the hell yeah. what is what is going on um when another earthquake hits they another one mm. hit earlier and everyone had to hold yes. on to things yeah. But you don't know if, like... Because in the beginning, the earthquake happened when she was digging up the clay. So yeah. it made me think, hey, this is some sort of earth spirit. It's clay. Mm. 
it's mm. connected to the ground the, you know the the spirits are angry um so yeah. the the earth is shaken that kind of thing makes as much um, sense as anything else right so it's gotta be because it knocks over this fantastic painting mm. <laughs> there's a the, the entire movie uh it has a backdrop of of some fine art and one of them is um just a a woman just kind of sitting and leaning forward on a chair nude mm. and she's just like she's she's like a, just a big lady and she's just been yeah. in the background this entire time it's a great and portrait. i love it like i'd have that <laughs> painting in my house it's a really really good painting um mm. i just yeah but it because because it's like so like first year art school i think that's why it's so charming yeah um, but that finally it's it's Chekhov's big lady painting uh when big lady comes down <laughs> and because <laughs> i'm like they keep showing this painting why are mm. they like hanging on it so long um because what i thought it would be would be the bust because so there's a bust at mm. uh in the very first scene of the film when the earthquake happens there's this like grecian bust yeah. um that is shown that is eventually in this little ramshackle shack that I guess I guess Miss Ina made because it falls on her at one point and you think it breaks mm. her back, but she's all right. Um, but uh, I thought it'd be the bust that would like cause the problem. But no, it's Big Lady. Um, yeah, it's it falls down. Big Lady falls. Yeah, I know. Um. Right. <laughs> uh, it falls down and blows dust out of the bag that of all the clay um, yeah. into the lungs of Murata. Yeah. yeah. Just like the and they they set this up because the 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 surviving student who is like bagging up the clay before is like crying. Yeah, she's crying. Yeah, she's, all her friends are dead. Which yeah, fair. Uh, and Murata like quickly slams the bag shut before a single tear lands on it. And it's like wow, mm. nearly got there. Maybe we're okay now. Um, and then this happens. <laughs> and like, then this oh, happens. They, they they gave us the false sense of security. <laughs> Like this it's, is totally handled. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like it's like like how Wolverine can come back from like one blood cell or whatever, yeah. or yeah. just like <laughs> or I mean, like, like this is it, it's itself <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he took a big huff out of that bag. He did take a big huff out of that bag. Yeah, like it, it's enough that even if the monster did not come back, he would be dead. Yes. Like, like oh, this, for sure. this would have this would kill the man. Yeah. Regardless would, of whether or not it was a monster. It would polymerize in your lungs and you would just yeah. It would just 3D print the inside shape of your lungs. Um <sighs> it was too much yeah. clay. It was too but, much uh, clay. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, the, it, this this like fulfills the death purpose of Kakame, sort of. Yeah. Um, kind of. So he comes, I, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, thought this would be stronger than ever. <laughs> yeah. I thought this would be like what he wanted, and then that would be the end mm. of the film. Right. Yeah, this is this but, is the unfinished business. Yeah. Like, no. How, describe how he comes back, Cam, because this scene was this was oh, some VFX man. work. This was so, so cool. So like, hey, there's this really obscure film from the late twentieth century. It's called uh the the eighth the eighth crew member in some in some places. most places we just call it alien. <laughs> Um, that's what I found out. The, the, the Brazilian title for alien, because in Portuguese, the word alien just means like foreigner. Sure. Um, they, they, they named it the eighth passenger. 
oh, that's because such a there's better seven name. members on the crew, which is such a good name. Yeah. Um, is the yeah, sequel um, eight passengers with a dollar sign at the end? So just like eighth passenger, ninth passenger, tenth pa- is the title covers the entire <laughs> building. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, but yeah. Uh, so this this obscure niche, not very influential film, Alien. No. Um, so Murad is just there, up against the wall. Uh, his lungs busy three D printing a sculpture of their own internals, uh, and his chest just starts bursting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but not with like, like a, a little baby alien head. Oh, no, 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 no. This is like a head the size of a full-grown tortoise. <laughs> it's Thanks, like brain. why is that my me- metric of measurement? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I uh, like the the whole like stomach up into most of the rib cage just starts expanding outwards like a balloon. Yeah, blood like thumps everywhere. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then then Kakame peels himself out of Murata's body. Yeah, and just sort of leaves this broken husk behind. I'm like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So what what Murata has described Kakame as doing is it turns your bones into dust, and the dust mm. becomes the clay that Kakame yeah. uses to live. Mm. Which, so I guess all the flesh was useless because it is kind of wearing people as like flesh puppets with clay underneath. But mm. I don't know. Uh, this no, is when yeah, we get makes, to see. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It okay, kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. This is when we get to see full on Kakame, uh, not yeah. in puppet form, but like moving around. Like they're like, oh, is it over? Is so and then like good. a little head pops up. Yeah. Um, and it's not, uh, it's not a little head. It's a big head it's huge. on a little it's body. Like, it's like if there was a Charlie Brown animatronic that caught fire. That's, yeah. what, that's what this that's thing perfect. looks like. Yeah. It, this is. This is the most SCP uh, scene in any yeah, scene really I've watched. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's just this little head peeks up. It's almost cute, but it's incredibly creepy at the same time. And then we get a stop motion character. Yes. Yes. Uh, crawling through the hallway with, like, the lights flickering. Just this blood-smeared clay doll crawling up towards them with its, like, pinprick eyes, that big slash mouth. This thing is incredible. Oh my god, mm-hmm. this part of the movie is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and this is where like the big fight mm. the big climactic fight is. Um this is where yeah. they like squish it with the door and the salamander they they're like really yeah, pulling the, on the salamander heater and they, they they squirt a tube of like accelerant inside it. Is that what we, that is? I think so. Um okay. and we and we or, or maybe like an oil paint. Yeah, I thought it was an oil paint. Yeah. Um, but we get to see like an internal stop motion of that being incorporated throughout its entire body because mm-hmm. it's just more just more viscous clayy liquid stuff. Um and inside we have all the stop motion clay faces of every previous victim like screaming in agony and yeah. terror because yeah. they're conscious through this whole thing the entire time. Um <laughs> God, this is so horrific. It's it's uh, so yeah. weird, and they they poke him through a hole, poke poke him full of holes, and now that he's extremely flammable, uh, they they turn him into the kiln. Yeah, they, they light a... him up with a butane torch, and he burns from the inside out. <laughs> this yeah could have been the cover image. Um, is it, 
I think it is sort of incorporated the cover image because the cover image is that bent hand, but then like Kakame with fire coming out of his eyes. Oh yeah, so a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, of it totally. There. Yeah, yeah. There but it is. It's right not. There. It's not the full thing because he has like holes everywhere with like light and like, smoke blasting, blasting out. out him. Yeah, uh, coming out of so his mouth. Good. At one point during the fight, um, he is like trying to absorb one of the girls, and his mouth just opens up to like the size massive. of like a tent. Yeah, yeah. it's just like this huge so cool. scoop, um, just trying to like envelop someone. So he he moves around a lot. It it is mm. as silly, you know. It's not scary. It's very silly, no, but it no. is it is cool at this point. Yeah, um, yeah, like the, the in universe horrifying. Yes. As a viewer, oh, totally, very silly, very entertaining, incredibly well done. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this this final like twenty minutes is the entire budget of the film. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then, it's, it's so good. yeah, yeah, and, the, and anyway, then it yeah, gets they, weird. They, they kill him. Yeah, they kill him. <laughs> um, so then we cut to sometime later. Uh, mm. There is like a police report of everyone looking for the missing teacher and students. Um, nobody knows where anybody is. Mm. Um, we get a scene uh, out in front of the Tokyo Studio of Art that Aina was either pushed out from or mm. had to leave or yeah. we're not really sure. And the the one remaining student and Aina um, holding a box that says modeling clay. Mm. and like really debating something it's wordless yeah yeah again um, could have been a silent film i think they could have done it yeah they could have done they it could totally figured it out yeah. um yeah and they go back and forth on it until finally like they, they put it there they take it back and then i think at the end i gets really tearful mad picks it up just storms over and slams it down in front yeah. of the door and then drags <laughs> drags the student away yeah. yeah, but they also uh, bury something out in the woods. They do. So this is where I was confused. Mm. Um, mm. Is the clay they left in front of the, the school like something else, or is it is it Kakame? I because... don't know if it's like, is it Kakame? Is it like just all, the, all of Kauri's work? Maybe. Like her 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 other pieces of art and stuff because she should have gone to the Tokyo Academy or whatever. Actually, oh. that might be a, like they're they're putting all the other students' work there because they're just as good. Right, they, they deserve the opportunity to be there. Yada they're yada yada. Sure, they got to Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, that makes uh, and, more and, sense. Yeah, because it's because it, I had the same confusion watching. I'm like, is this Ina influencing the final remaining student to go, hey, we need to kill my ex with a clay monster? Yeah, yeah. So, so that, 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 that's what I was confused, because that would have been a fucking fantastic ending. Um, I mean, it still happens. Um, yeah, it, it does. Yeah. So, yeah, so we cut to a concrete vault underground. Yeah, oh, they, they, they did their work. They made yeah. sure this was safe. They they put him in a in a plastic bag wrapped like five times mm-hmm. in a metal box wrapped in plastic inside a concrete box that was like right. fully sealed in all directions yeah <laughs> and uh we see like just time time ticking away around this mm. box there's like this like sort of love song that uh keeps picking up every once in a while yeah uh, it's very wistful 
yeah yeah um that is playing around it as like roots are growing over it and um and then we see uh a like a backhoe shovel mm-hmm. come down and, and and shed light on this entire thing and dump garbage in and they like crack the box they crack yeah. the box they say oh we hit something that means people already have stuff here we should get out of here you know just dump the stuff yeah, and we're, so we're just, illegally dumpling, dumping all that shit here, but oh no, right. someone's actually using this place for something. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> so so they leave, and then the box is just open for a long time. Mm. Um, and then we see something crawl out. <laughs> and then this... Man, I, I don't know. So um, my it's guess it's is that the first thing that it ate to sustain itself to become alive uh mm. was worms oh yeah yeah absolutely um, lots and lots and lots of them um because uh coming out of this box after it gets moisturized by some rain or dripping down the roots of a tree into the mm. box mm. um uh is a new form of kakame yeah uh, it has the weird little goblin head and weird little goblin mm-hmm. arms mm-hmm its body is a fucking Junji Ito nightmare worm. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, that on each <laughs> segment of the worm is a face of one of the people it has absorbed. Yeah. Just yeah. silently screaming. Uh, white eyes, mouths yeah. open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's just kind of wriggling around in the night air. Uh, um, look- yeah, and then it, it remembers what it was born to do. Yeah. Was born to starts, go to Tokyo. It starts going to Tokyo, <laughs> so we get this zoomed out view of is it Tokyo Tower? Is that Tokyo Tower? I'm not yeah, sure. I think yeah. so. Of um, the worm just kind of going down a hillside and then disappearing, and then power going out in sections of Tokyo and buildings mm. collapsing and power and going like out explosions. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going underground and just destroying infrastructure or yeah. just street level and just eating people. I or, mean, also a possibility. Or what? But yeah, it's, it's I, just I a it WMD like that can't be gas stopped. lines or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah the, I think... I think if the film had stopped at, the, like, the backhoe breaking the box, yeah, that would have been incredible. That, that's it, what I it, thought it was going to end. I was yeah. like, that's all we need. The thread is still there. Another two minutes. Yeah, and then (laughs) it just keeps "Uh." getting weirder. (laughs) Like it's there's there's a kaiju movie in the background of this film. Like the back end of this film Mm -hmm. could have been another ten minutes and just had like big Kakame goes to goes to New Tokyo. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Uh. But yeah. Uh. Which. I don't know, those Tokyo elitists and their art were destroyed for their sins of never recognizing the person who never made any effort to uh, be noticed by them. Yeah. Um, or something. <laughs> I, the the moral of the story feels a little diluted by the yeah, specific it ending. Because everything up until that is fantastic, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> it is. It is the wrath of an artist who took it upon themselves to be downtrodden Mm. without challenging the elite institution that is art but yeah yeah um i kind of get it it's a lot of effort to go to tokyo it it is i'm going next year and it's so much 
Me too. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh my God. Still planning. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, as like a rural artist, I can tell you, um, mm. it's it's tough out here. Yeah. Um, it is tough to find an audience. It is tough to find places to show. It is tough to find people who can afford the yeah. luxury these days of purchasing art. Um, yeah. God. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I see these, you know, kids in a movie at a rural art school. I'm like, man, like, it, we all had those dreams of like being a, a big deal somewhere. Someday, oh, yeah. But absolutely. I was going to be know, an actor. Yeah. I'm clearly but, not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> podcaster, it's fine. It's the same. Yeah, it's right? close enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I think at a certain point, if you don't realize that you need to be in it to be making the art and not to be mm. known for making the art, then yeah, yeah, yeah. The the art is what is important. Yeah, and that's um, it. if you can that's make right. a living from it, excellent. Mm-hmm. If you can't, do your best to keep on at it while also staying alive, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, any potential uh, uh, Lorenzo de Medici like patrons out there? Um, mm. if you'd like, <laughs> oh, man. If you'd like to set me up in your villa, yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, Cameron can the, play music while you can hear my anvil sing. Oh, no, day. play yeah. music, please. Look, I, I already do that as a job. If there's a Lorenzo de Medici patron out there for me, bring me to your mansion. I will build Warhammer for you. <laughs> 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 I'll Dang. Stand, you're a rich person who wanted to get into tabletop wargaming but really can't be bothered to spend a thousand hours building and painting an army oh boy Shoot how about you shot, just pay man. me to live with you <laughs> <laughs> i've got uh a story that the the names and uh professions have been changed for secrecy reasons of but course. i i have a friend who um got to spend some time with a ceo of a major brand mm-hmm. um uh in like you know going on a date kind of way and um okay and uh they went to some really fancy 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 expensive party and halfway through the guy was like hold on i've got an appointment tonight we have to leave and they left to go to a dungeons and dragons game oh my god that he paid to have dm'd and had other paid players to play with him (sighs) because he had no friends God, I kind of do that, but it's not because the person has no friends. It's because they're on the the national disability insurance scheme and are autistic and can't make friends. Sure, um, I'm doing that tomorrow. Actually, it's actually really nice. That's it's that's, really that's one thing, man. Feels but much if you are too rich, paid me to run D yeah. for him. <laughs> if you are too rich to have time to have friends that would actually like to play D and D with you, like, give me your that's... money. <laughs> That's wild because, like, on some level, it's clearly really important to that person. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they're at this incredible party and they sent, said, hey, wait, I know wait. I'm, I'm on a date, really nice date at this great party. I've got to go do this thing, man. I've got to go do, got to go roll some bones. Yeah. But at the same time, it feels very weird. As someone yeah. who, who spends a lot of time each week running tabletop games, it's really weird to be like, I can't find normal people to do this with anymore. Like even, even their, their peer level, mm-hmm. which that, uh, that's an indictment of rich people in general. Not enough of them want to play D and D. It's also like uh, yeah. when you surround yourself with um, 
uh, only people that you pay. Um, yeah. They, they will only say yes to the things that you want. And mm. uh, it kind of turns your brain to pudding. And um, <laughs> yeah. people need to be like told no and challenged during games and things mm. like that. Uh, 100%. So I, I may, <laughs> maybe maybe that would be too much of a shock. Has. Yeah. Too much of a shock if real <laughs> people were playing with him. Um, oh, man. Yeah. The first time his character died. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, oh, but anyway, that, that that was yeah. a bit of a diversion. But uh, mm. that, that that is to say, you know, um, support your local arts and artists, everybody. Yeah. Um, we don't need another Kakame situation happening. Tokyo still hasn't recovered. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You you need to start paying money to support this podcast somehow. Otherwise, yeah. Dave's Dave's uh, MP3 file will destroy New yep. York in twenty yes. years' time. <laughs> So um, <laughs> get on AOL Instant Messenger, and Dave will send you his home address, and uh, just uh, send a self-addressed uh, stamped envelope. Um, yep. And uh, <laughs> send us a dollar, and we'll send back three. We promise. Yes. Promise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that we've committed wire fraud, um, mm. let's wrap this one up. Uh, yeah. Good film. Yeah. Please watch this. It's really worth to watch it. It's it short, is, and it's free it's on Tubi. Sweet. And it's free on Tubi, mm-hmm. so it, it, it's actually like 86 minutes long because you end up watching about five minutes of ads over the course of the thing. But I'm really liking Tubi for this. Yeah, Tubi's been like, pretty great. Yeah, I don't mind the ads when I'm watching a full-ass movie. They yeah. know me on YouTube where it's like an eight-second video has 15 seconds of ads or whatever. But on Tubi, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine, yeah, man. Tubi, why not? Um, yeah, yeah, check it out. It's great. It's yeah. really good. There's also a sequel. <laughs> Uh, that came out in 2019 mm. called Vampire Clay Derivation that premiered at the Canberra Japan Festival mm. um, that we were probably going to check out. I don't know if we're going to cover it here, but I, I don't watch it. Yeah. I'll see it just for some more cool Kakame action. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> this little goblin man. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, if you uh, if you, you know, are having fun here, um, let us know. Uh, we're both Ooh. on Blue Sky. Um, I'm yeah. at theuglymachine.bluesky.social. Uh, you are at uh, are you at Swarby? I think I'm just at Swarby. I managed yeah. to snag that one. That, great. Um, at Swarby, and um, you can always find our website monsterdeer.monster. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wish I knew the the bona fides of uh of our 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 dear friends who aren't with us on blue sky but I we're, mean, all fr- Len, we're all Len friends is, there and it's dr faust is dead there you go everywhere. and Dave i think, is, uh, I think Dave Sen plus yeah. yeah 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 we we are very predictable people um we, we know what we're doing i mean <laughs> yeah. you're the ugly machine everywhere we can find you everywhere so. um so yeah uh thanks a lot folks uh have a good night support your artists yes <laughs> That's it. That's the moral. See ya. That's the moral of the story. Support artists. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show, please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like, you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash Fireheart Media. Check out our other show, Jalachan's Place, at www.jalachan.place.